right, so I had a Sunday show last Sunday, and I had a really good time talking to uh, my, my listeners. One listener called up because I was talking about the recent Google event where Google had no problem uh, advocating that the ideology of the California Republican Party was one that espoused Nazism, okay? And it was caught, and, and people were pointing it out, and and uh, I said, this is the kind of crap that you can, you can expect because they get away with it. And so I said, this is such, they put out all this fake stuff and they hope that most of it sticks. And yeah, some, sometimes people will, will call them out to, uh, to task on it, but you know, no big deal. Uh, most of the time people will just imbue this information and they hear that Republicans and conservatives are uh, idiotics, uh, idiotic and evil. And, uh, you know, the, the, and greedy, of course, all those three things all at the same time. And they keep on hearing it. You know, it, it's like playing that game Space Invaders at some point where you have to shoot down all the aliens. And if they get through, well, then you lose points. And too many get through, well, then you lose all your points. That's, that's the way the liberals play this. They have many different fronts uh, from which they attack the education system, the media system, the political system, the... Um, uh, the immigration system, everything everything associated with life, generally speaking, the NFL, the music, <laughs> entertainment, uh, they will attack from there with the liberal bench. Okay, so I'm pointing this out, and I'm saying this is wrong, what Google did. And so a guy calls up, and he says, well, you know, Mr. Lurie, just a few months ago, you pointed out a story uh, about a principal being who was a Democrat, and that he did something awful. And I said, yes, I remember that. And I actually remembered that somebody, and it was probably you, called me up to say that that was wrong. And I'm glad you did, sir, because I checked it out, and you were right. And I, the very next Sunday show, I correct myself. Did you hear that, sir? And he goes, well, no, I guess not. Well, then maybe you ought to have, because you're so, you're so hot to trot about this, but you forgot to think that maybe I might have corrected myself once you pointed it out, or anybody might have pointed it out. And by the way, when any, anytime anyone points out a mistake or that they believe it's a mistake, I will check it out. And to the extent that they're right, that it's a mistake, and it's, it's fairly easy at some point to check it out, I will correct myself. Why wouldn't I? Now, they may disagree with me. They, they may say, for example, minimum wage really works. Affirmative action really works. Uh, and that uh, Donald Trump is really a, a horrific human being. Okay, well, that, these are all opinions. Uh, but that's not a mistake one way or the other. Okay. So I, I, I told him, you know, and then, then I said, do you think Google will ever apologize for its mistake? Like I'm apologize for my mistake. Yeah, not just changing it, but will they issue a full yes. apology? Right. Go, go on the airwaves <laughs> and say, because if it were the reverse, if for some reason Fox News advocated that the liberal party uh, advanced communism and, and, and fascism, uh, you can bet that bad things would happen. It would be on CNN and MSNBC for a very long time. So he, he brought this up and he tried to contrast. And he said, well, if Google has any honor, it would do so. And I said, well, that's the problem. I don't right. know that it has any honor. That is the, that's the issue <laughs> yeah. right there. Right. If, what if, honor? Right. If, Demo if the Democrats had honor, uh, as you, you know, with a value which they don't espouse, then, uh, then of course they wouldn't be the Democratic Party in the first place, right? So, and Google would be Google, and the New York Times would be the New York yeah. Times. So. Yeah. So it's it's just it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, but that came upon me, and I thought, 
you know, because I, I was going to give him a whole list of things that instantly came to mind, but frankly, I had only so much time. But when have they ever really apologized? So, for example, uh, you know, they, they talked about this wave of anti-Semitism and racism and homophobia that arose uh, resulting from the um, uh, Trump's inauguration. Okay, we, we, we're, they, they were all false. They were all faked. Okay, the Muslim attacks, the attacks upon Jews, allegedly, and uh, the increased racism. Okay, where are they apologizing for that? We were wrong. Okay, I, wa- I want to hear that. Where were they when, the, when it came to um, the population, you know, we're all going to be eating ourselves, right? Where's the big apology for that? You see, no one, no one owns it. That's the problem with the, the population scare, uh, that, that would all, it all explode upon itself. I think it was called the population bomb by Paul Ehrlich. Yeah, but but Ehrlich's never apologized. He's never apologized for it, and uh, nobody on his side. But so many people, you know, advocated in much the same way that they are now advocating global warming. Uh, they all jumped on the bandwagon, and no one's saying, "Boy, we look like idiots, don't we?" Yeah, when's Al Gore going to apologize? He goes, "Well, you know, all that stuff I predicted in 2006 well, I was wrong. I'm sorry." Right. Yeah, you know, and where is that? There are so many places where he said by the year 20, I think 2013 was the last right. benchmark year, and and nothing happened in that year, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's not apologizing for that, and and nor is anybody who advocates global warming. Uh, and, and, and even when they change it from global warming to climate change, they don't even apologize in the process. Like, you know, we, we are saying we, that, that it was constantly going up in, in temperature, but in reality, it's this climate change thing where it has these swings and who knows, hurricanes and such. They don't even apologize during that process. But, but, I, but, but where are they apologizing? I mean, did they apologize, for example, when it came to the whole email situation, right? Did they apologize with Monica Lewinsky? Did they apologize, and to Monica Lewinsky for that matter, uh, did they apologize uh, when Obama, you know, it was proven that he had lied to us about Obamacare? When Jonathan Gruber, I think, basically said, hey, we got suckers on our hands. They're called the American people. <laughs> and, and they'll believe anything that you, you trot in front of them. And then when it was presented, did, they, did Jonathan Gruber apologize? Did, did Obama apologize? Of course not. Did they apologize when, when um, they did the, Iran, the Iranian deal and everything came out of, of how horrific it was, how we were actually supposed to protect Iran in, in the event that a third country, uh, hint, hint, Israel, uh, might attack uh, Iran, that we're supposed to protect Iran against Israel? I mean, uh, and then the $150 billion and that it was all un- in, in unmarked pills or whatever it was in different European currencies. No, it was only in one European currency, American. Right. No, no, no. There was, there, there was, the, there was many different currencies. Oh, there was? Yes. Oh, I thought it was all American. No, dollars. no. Oh, okay. It was no. They, they, no, they transferred in many what different currencies. What kind of idiot takes European currency these days? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe Obama was right. He really sucked. Yeah, it was, the, them, it was a euro and other currencies. <laughs> anyway, I mean, like, yeah. it was just, it's breathtaking. The lies that they make. Yeah, what about the war on poverty or the Great Society? Are right. you going to apologize to the people of the inner cities? Well, the they, can say, they can say that, well, we, we, you know, we keep on trying. We just, we didn't try hard enough. You know, it's, it's not a question of apology, but at least at the very least, they, they should be saying it didn't work. Correct. I, I agree with that. Um, but, 
But no one's they they don't know an apology. They they will throw out these crazy things. Yeah, bush lied, people die. Right, right, very good example. Yeah. Oh, and when it was found out that Iran Iraq did have <laughs> nuclear weapons or at least weapons of mass, mass destruction, and it was probably transported over to Syria. Well, we're not going to admit that right now, are we? And then of course this thing with Flynn, right? That they it turns out that that Flynn was just railroaded. Uh, he didn't do anything wrong about this, but they forced him to claim that he was somehow lying to the prosecutors. And so he gave a, a big sweetheart deal. Uh, well, he took he took a plea bargain, rather, for five years, I think you said, instead of what, 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 what 30, might have been a, yeah, yeah. 30, a long, long time. Uh, they, they don't apologize about these things. Yeah, is anyone going to ever apologize to Paul Manafort for trying yeah. to wreck his life? Yeah, that's right. Thank God he's fighting back. Well, uh, what about uh, Dinesh D'Souza? You know, yeah. Well, well, uh, Kermit Gosnell, who is still alive because he didn't get the death penalty, will he ever apologize? Right. Will Planned Parenthood ever apologize to all the underage kids, twelve-year-olds who child sex traffickers take in there for abortions and they refuse to call the police? Or 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 buying all these, uh, you know, harvesting these organs and then selling them, you know, on the open market because they can they can do so, right? That that whole thing that came out, and instead of apologizing for it, <laughs> they go after the, the guy who videos it, you know, James yeah. O'Keefe? Uh, no, uh, that's David Delighton. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but, you know, you brought, th- this topic is so brilliant in this way. Um, take Bill Clinton just as a, a simple, single example. You know how so often uh, you're, you're uh, we on the right, when and uh, when I say right, I mean um, R I G H T because we're right against those on the wrong, right, right. left. Um, we'll be told you're this, you're that, you're the thing. You know, racist, sexist, homophobe, whatever. And we'll say, and Andrew Breitbart taught us all this. We'll say, give one example. Well, this, that, that, no, 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 one yeah. example. I know. That's all okay, I mean. so for this little segment of argument, let's deal with one example. One example only. Bill Clinton, his uh, um, unfortunately unfortunate uh, tragic event with Monica Lewinsky in the People's Oval Office. Disgusting, right? right? Imagine how the entire fate of everyone in Clinton world and the entire fate of the country would be different if the dude just said, you know what, thinks to himself, you know, I'm a really popular president. The economy is booming. People don't want to throw me out of office. You know what? I'm going to have a pair, and I'm going to go on TV. I'm going to look the camera in the eye. I'm going to talk to the American people. I'm going to go, just so you know, I'm really sorry. Right. I screwed up. I pray that you could forgive me. I'm going to keep doing my job as your president, and I think you're happy with the job I'm doing in all these other areas. But on this thing... I screwed up, yep. and I'm so sorry. Right. And yes, I have been lying to you ever since Jennifer Flowers in 1992. I am so right. sorry. I, I mean, that's what you're talking about, how they never print the retraction. No. And, no. And, and when they do, and when I'm making an example real fast of a very heartfelt, big, nationally broadcast apology, an apology whose headline is equal to the headline right below the masthead that says the fake news about how bad Republicans right. are, rather than the... New York Times um, oopsie retraction that they print on page 30 in six-point type. Right. You know, way okay, back so, on the yeah, day yeah. we made a mistake, sorry, you know. So the point is that these guys, and really the, the entire Democratic Party, when they don't admit that they're wrong, 
uh, and, and that means virtually everybody, because I just don't see this. This is not an honorable thing. This is not an honorable party. It's, it's not a party that says we need to uh, get rid of our own, uh, do, who do horrible things, um, and, and especially when we develop a policy that we can't, uh, that turns out to be a horrible policy. So they're, they're like the guy that, that constantly refuses to admit that he's wrong, right? I mean, you know such people. We all know such it's people. It's like a John Lovett Saturday Night Live character. Yeah, I was never... Wait, hold on. Wait, no, no. It's, it's not, not like he gives excuses all the time. And that, that in and of itself is interesting. But I'm talking about the, the, the family member, the, the, the guy who works with you at the office, never admits that he's wrong. You know, he's, he goofs off and he's caught watching porn, let's say. I don't know. Or just didn't... Uh, you know, didn't finish up the pesky file, okay? <laughs> right. So, Seinfeld reference right. to anyone who hasn't. They know, yeah, they know. Yeah. So they didn't. They didn't do it. They didn't work on the file. They didn't do this. And after claiming they did it, and and instead of saying, "I'm sorry, boss. You know what? I screwed up. I just I just didn't put on my to do list, and I as a consequence, I'm, you know, I, I'll get to it tonight, okay? Yeah. And I'll stay here until it's done, boss. No. <laughs> These people are people that have every excuse in the book, and they turn it on you. And if, whenever they fail in doing something, well, somehow it's your fault. You, you weren't clear enough with them as to what you wanted done with them. You, you get the idea. Uh, or even like my favorite scene in that – one of my favorite scenes of all movies in all movie time is the scene in Working Girl where he comes the, – the, the, sorry, the woman comes back uh, to, only to find her boyfriend – uh, being straddled by this other woman, and they're both naked, and the the boyfriend looks to her, having been caught, and, and says, you know, honey, it's not what it looks like, right? It's not what you think, right? It's the same thing, yeah. right? But it, no, no, it's not what you think. It's not what it looks like. Yeah, the point is, like. what else does it look like? Right. right? I mean, this is, so. <laughs> there isn't a lot of room for interpretation. <laughs> That's right. So... But but this is the way it works with these guys, and 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 that's the the party of it's not what it looks like, and and every time they so Google does what it did, for example, and the the response that your Democrat friends will will say is, well, that's a tempest in a teapot, that's nothing, okay. Well, then you you elevate and you say, well, what about this whole thing about anti-Semitism that you, you your side proclaimed was happening rampantly everywhere. And uh, you, you were not good with that. And, and you were on Facebook and saying how horrible this is and our, our country is becoming a fascist country and such, but except that it wasn't, right? Where were you there? Well, that's also kind of a tempest in the teeth. A little bit more, but not a big deal. Okay. And then you say, well, where were you when it came to uh, your proclaiming how conspiratorial uh, Donald Trump was when he tweeted out about being surveyed or wiretapped? Uh, that famous uh, day in, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks after, a couple of months after his, his inauguration, uh, and, and then, and you were so a Twitter about that, and you were you were so uh, hostile to it, and so ashamed of the president at the time. And now it turns out he was right. All right where's the apology for that? You know, <laughs> what about Harvey Weinstein and all oh, the Hollywood liberals? Great example. Great example. You know, you're accusing. Remember, in 2012, you're accusing Mitt Romney of murdering a woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Keeping women full of binders or binders full of binders full. He can't even remember it. It was so stupid, and people believed it. Where's the apology? Yeah. Meanwhile, what was Harvey Weinstein doing during that time frame? Yeah, raping. Exactly. And Where were and... his his appendages? Yeah. 
that's, it's, it's, it's quite extraordinary. Then, you know, the, the bigger picture of like, okay, look, you've been wrong on uh, Obamacare was a disaster. Or, uh, will you admit that, my friend? Uh, we've had enough time with Obamacare to see whether or not it was effective. Everyone acknowledges that it was a disaster. Everyone does. The difference now is only um, that the Republicans say it's a disaster and it was inherently a disaster. Government never works. That was our position. Their position is, let's fix it. <laughs> right? As if, uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it's like fixing Godzilla. You know, it's it's still a monster. Why would you, why would you want to, <laughs> I don't, anyway, so, but but they, they, they can't admit that they were wrong on Obamacare. And then they can't admit that they were in love with uh, the communists, right? The communism was a failure. Every socialist program, every socialist country has failed. There's not a single exception. You cannot point to a single country where you can say it's better over there than it is over here. And then, then but there's no apology for that. Yeah, well, it, you know, and and then their love of fascism, right? You know, not the Hitler type fascism, but the Mussolini type fascism, and and at some point, yes, the Hitler type fascism. JFK, as a young man, loved was very uh, admiring of Hitler. People don't know this; it's coming out. So where's the apology for that? I mean, and JFK was one of the good Democrats. That's the amazing thing. Uh, I mean, where where are they now looking back in history? Where, what about eugenics? Yeah, what do they about, do they apologize about eugenics? Right, slavery, eugenics, uh, Jim yeah. Crow. Where's the apology? Where's the apology from the Democrats for well, the, the KKK? The answer there, the answer there is exactly what we said before: is well, it's your fault, right? Somehow yeah, the parties have changed. Yeah, yeah, we flipped around. Uh, we we don't quite know when, yeah, but we, we, we did it. We, we flipped did it. it. We flipped it. Yeah, for real. We flipped it. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. We all we all agreed to flip it. Yeah. So, <laughs> the Republicans agreed. They're now right. the party of racism. They told yeah. us. Night right? became day and day became night. Yeah. No, no big we, whoop. We read in the New York Times, so it must be true, right? <laughs> uh, all right. So, but there's, like, where is the apology? Where is where is it and when is it going to come? And like I said to the caller, I said, don't hold your breath waiting. It's just, it's not It's never going to come because that's not part of their playbook. Apologizing is, is is so anathema to them that the, the notion of it's alien, I should say, it, it's not relevant. Apologizing, it, why would you apologize? It's a concept that doesn't exist in the universe. What's a what's that thing that either Einstein or Hawking said, which is to be real, you must exist. And in the universe, as constructed by the non-existent God that the Democrats live in, the idea of apology and um, atonement do not exist. Right. Because they never do them. Well, it's, it's a little bit like a lion, uh, expecting a lion to apologize for eating your pet rabbit. I mean, it's not going to come, right? I mean, it's what lions do. They eat meat. Right. They eat, they'll eat your bunny. Yeah, That's what, the way it what, works. So what you're saying, and I agree with you if you're saying this, yeah. what Democrats do is they seize power and keep it and use it. Right. And then they will say whatever they need to say, do whatever they need to do to seize power and keep power again. By, by, End of story. Right. The, the phrase, by any means necessary, is very apt when it comes to the liberals. Any means necessary. And that includes global warming. Uh, it, it includes the overpopulation scare. includes scaring uh, everyone about uh, the, the, the mass hysteria about Ebola, AIDS, any other disease that you can think of. Uh, oh, I just saw another one that I'm waiting for the apology for. When will Robert Runcie, Steve Israel, and uh, Scott Peterson... And all of the Parkland students who've blamed the NRA apologize. Yeah. 
Oh, that's all of that's them. That's great. Yeah, David Hogg and, and David all, Hogg yeah. and Emma Gonzalez. Well, I'm waiting for an I'm sorry from you guys right. for blaming the wrong people. Yeah. There, there was a news story today. I think I sent it out um, that a security guard on the school, not not Scott Peterson the coward, but a security guard in school said, "We knew that this guy Cruz was going to be a problem." We had all the information we would ever need to know that he was going to be a problem, and we did nothing. Wow. Where's the I'm sorry? Instead of a a media tidal wave blitz of blaming the NRA. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. I mean, where, where, where are we going to hear the apology, the real apology, about Samantha B, for example? That's this oh. recently happened. Right? And, and there was an apology. Yeah. But it was one of these empty apologies. They, didn't, they certainly didn't follow through with it. She still has her show. Yeah, I have to give Rush Limbaugh credit on this because you know what he calls her? It's so brilliant. He calls her Samantha C. <laughs> oh, oh, that's pretty funny. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but it, it, it goes, I mean, it goes on like this. This is, you see, lying is, truth is not, Dennis Prager says, truth is not a value to the left, right? Uh, and he also, you know, very affectionately says, being a left means never having to say you're sorry. I mean, that may, that may be the ultimate point. I mean, I think we're illustrating that for him, in a sense, in this podcast. But it's true. They never say they're sorry because lying is a weapon. It's, it's, uh, it's the ammunition that they, they spray it out and some of the, 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 the bullets hit and some of them don't. But you wouldn't say, uh, you know, you're not, you're not being a good soldier because you miss every single bullet uh, or you don't, the bullet that, doesn't, that, hit the target, doesn't hit the yeah. target. You wouldn't say that. You would say, good for you for shooting all those bullets because right, you're why, getting the bad guys. Right. And that, that's such a great point because that's why you see things like out of Nancy Pelosi calling the tax cuts crumbs. Right. That's why you see things out of Chuck Schumer when um, Trump and the Republican conservatives are trying to get rid of and reform Obamacare. He, he said uh, the Trump's position is make America sick again. Right. Right. Uh, these idiotic talking points. Um, Susan Rice, great one. Was she going to oh, apologize for my, going, yeah. uh, you know, well, it was a. Uh, it was a riot. There were a bunch of hippies, and they were carrying signs. Great example. The Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young music they were listening to caused them to go a little haywire when they smoked some weird dope. <laughs> no, no, no. There wasn't. It wasn't terrorism. It was there was hippies. Right. They, uh, what about um, uh, you know? Of course, the you can keep your doctor if you uh, want him. You can keep your policy if you want him. I mean, these these are so there's so many of them. Right. When and they and they never apologize never, for them. Never. Ever. And when will Antifa? Apologize to Milo Yiannopoulos or Ann Coulter or any of the victims. The people have had their heads cracked open. Right. They've been, had concussions. They've had their lives ruined. Some of them, I'm sure, have broken jaws and have to drink from you know all their food through a straw for six months. Right. Where's the apology? Where's a Yvette Falarkov, by any means necessary, appropriately named right. yep. Antifa organization, apologizing to the people that she ordered her goons to beat up? When Where's they, the apology right. from the Berkeley Police Department for not defending people attacked by these guys? You see. I knew that Ari would come up with a, a long list as, as I, if I gave him enough time. Where, where are the, where is the left apologizing when it came to the Ferguson disaster? Right. Oh yeah. Right? Good example. Right. And, and all of those that 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 flurry of activity of alleged police brutality against blacks, right? None of which ended up being uh, an attack against black, or at least not racist. Yeah. None of it. None. 
Yeah. So, but where's the apology? Like, I guess you guys were right about Ferguson. It turns out that uh, Officer Williams, I believe it was, Daryl Williams. Uh, yeah, Darren Williams. Uh, Darren Williams. Yes. That, that he acted in self-defense and very appropriately. And Michael Brown was trying to kill him or at least trying to get his gun. And uh, we were wrong. Right. Gosh, golly, let's all go home. Right. Yeah. He was trying to kill him and grab his gun on his way to college. Yeah. You know. That's right. On the way to college. Uh, same thing with uh, Trayvon Martin. Same yeah, thing where's with, NBC uh, going to apologize Freddie, to... Uh, Freddie Gray. Yeah, to Zimmerman for, for slandering him by saying yep. he looks black rather than playing all the 911 oh, call where he was just, asked, what's the description of the person who is attacking you? Where, where are they, they going to apologize for accusing uh, Trump of being, you know, uh, promoting uh, racism throughout the country? When, of course, that's the last thing he is. Where, where are they going to... When are they going to apologize for accusing for him for being anti-Semitic, right? When, a, when a, it's such a bizarre statement because he, he's such a big supporter of Israel on the one hand, has a daughter who's converted to Judaism, has a son-in-law who's Jewish, has now grandkids who are Jewish, um, to say nothing of, of so many other business deals that he has with Jewish people living in a very Jewish city called New York City. He just talks with a basically a Yiddish accent. <laughs> well, I New mean, York accent. In some ways. But, you know. And not having a single, single example of anti-Semitism. I mean, at least, at least when it came to Hillary Clinton, they... She said that phrase, dirty effing Jew, when she came to a, a campaign manager, when she was talking about a campaign manager in the early 90s. But whatever, at least they had that to, to argue that maybe she's anti-Semitic. Uh, likewise with, uh, what's his name, um, Jesse, Jesse Jackson. Jackson, Heimitown. Yeah, Heimitown uh, about New York and obviously very offensive. Yeah, or Al Sharpton, remember that? Yeah, he said similar things. Okay, yeah. so actual actual words that were... If anyone else said it would be clearly anti-Semitic, uh, had a Republican said it, it would be on MSNBC day in and day out, right? But they don't have that with Donald Trump. There is not one single sentence, and believe me, they would have come up with it. That's the beauty of it. You know that you are going to get the best research possible from the Democrats because they will find, <laughs> even if he said it when he was 14 years old, they'll find it, okay? But they don't, they don't have one incident, of anything that could be even possibly construed as anti-Semitic or racist, for that matter, right? Good luck. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna show that he was racist? What example do you have? What statement? What action uh, was racist or anti-Semitic? But they don't do it. They, they just simply say, "Well, his election is causing anti-Semitism. His election has caused racism somehow." But let me get that straight. So. All this wave of horrible stuff, Black Lives Matter, of course, that happened during the Obama years, not the Trump years, you understand, but during the Obama years. And Trump is somehow responsible for that. So, I mean, guys, I got to tell you, from a playbook point of view, you guys need to really ramp up the Black Lives Matter business because you got to you got to trot out some sort of horrific uh, anti-black thing going on by Trump and, and say that that's a wave happening. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. They tried that, and it turned out to be all false. Oops. Sorry. I guess the playbook won't really work as, as we had I hoped. guess that's another apology we're out here. <laughs> but, and you know what's so interesting about the accusation of racism against Trump? Like, you know, LeBron James and Steph Curry have you know, both said, and, and, and their coaches have said um, that uh, Trump is a racist, right? 
And they've done so without any evidence whatsoever. None. Yeah. Major sports stars, top of their game, LeBron James, Steph Curry, the most famous players in the NBA, worldwide heroes, are spouting off that Trump is a racist, and they can't point to one cross-burning on a black person's yard, one lynching, one racial epithet, one rap album that had uh, I hate this or I hate that's on it. Nothing. Right. And, and they're allowed to just throw that around without apologizing? I mean, what a horrible thing to do with no evidence. And then the Israel thing is hilarious because on the one hand they say Trump is an anti-Semite despite all the family members and everything else. Right? Right. Then he moves the Israeli embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and their attack on him in the media and the left is... Well, that's a terrible thing to do to Israel. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're helping Israel, you understand. They're, they're protecting Israel. They're legitimizing yes. Israel's capital right. and making it easier in the international community for Israel to exist with its capital. But somehow, that's as much of an anti-Semitic attack on Israel as all of these imagined anti-Semitic no, 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 attacks no. on the Jews that no, no, no. Trump— You don't understand. They're saving Israel from itself. You see, they're doing Israel a favor by, you know, because we know better what's going to happen if we move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So, you, you know. And we protected oh, the, you know, the Gaza, yeah. the whole Gaza. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I was wrong. Yes, you were wrong. I misunderstood. They were so all. Right. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's very similar, by the way, to the whole argument that they've made recently, that the reason why they're they're surveyed. Trump in the in the Trump Tower and the party was because they were protecting him, and right. uh, and they were trying to get in, in, uh, information as to how the Russians are trying to interfere with our election, and so he they were just you know in, invading his space for that purpose and really protecting him. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, they were destroying his prote- his freedom to protect his freedom. That's right. right? right. It, you know, they remind me. They remind yeah. me of. I, I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, TV series uh, on Dateline, I think it was, To Catch a Predator, right? Okay, so you see these would-be sexual uh, predators, these pedophiles, Uh, you know, older men, of course, you know, hoping to uh, have sex with a younger girl, sometimes a younger boy, and and then when the, the host comes out and says, hi, I want to talk to you for a moment, and they're first very confused. But then they realize that that's all a big scam, and there's a camera and everything else, and they they brought lube and they brought condoms and all that sort of stuff. Okay, Who'd so, bring condoms to a rape. Well, well apparently. <laughs> but anyway, the point is that that they say, um, you know, sir, can I ask you why why you're doing this? And 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 then they, to a man, every single one, and they're all men, of course. They all said they're doing it to protect the child, <laughs> right? Because. You know, I'm there to help you to understand from real predators out there, and and well, so why so so, so why are you bringing all the sexual paraphernalia? Oh, because uh, I would show them what a real predator would be presenting to them, and yeah, yeah. All right, sir, come with me. It's very <laughs> it's OJ looking for the oh, real killers, isn't oh, it? Oh man, it's so funny. It's 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 it does not it does not end. They they will have that. It, it's not what it looks like. It's not right? what it looks like. That's the whole theme of this. It it truly is not what it's looked like. That that is and and. Even if you bother, if you're actually caught, it's not what it looks like. And if you don't bring it up too much, well, then it's, uh, it's it never really happened. So the, the, the population bomb, for example, the, uh, the AIDS crisis, um, you know, the, every other uh, disease concern that they've ever had. 
Um, and, and now, of course, climate change. They will not agree that any of their policies has ever not worked, whether it's the war on poverty, like you said. But every single social policy, every single uh, program that they've ever adopted has failed. Now, if you've ever had an employee or somebody that you're working for as a vendor, like I recently published a book, right? So I used the publicist, and I, I thought they were very good, by the way. It's called Smith Publicity, so I'm, I'm, here I am. Giving publicity to the public. Exactly right. I I thought they did a very good job. Very classy. Very job, Smith. Well, look, no, they they really did a good job. Oh, yes. Um, Anyway, so uh, they they did a great job. But let's say that they, uh, a publicist, uh, did a very bad job. And everything that they proposed failed, fell flat on its face. At some point, I would like that publicist to say, you know what, I'm I'm sorry, it's not working out. I I just don't know what I'm doing. I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not good. I'm just not good at this. Not I good. guess I, you know, maybe maybe you should go with somebody else. Okay, I'm, you know what? And here's the return of most of your money, if not all your money. Okay, I, I had an employee, by the way, who's in he was an administrator, nice guy in every way, but every time I presented uh, something that for him to do, uh, he would fail in doing it, and he would write me an email saying, um, "I'm sorry, I failed in my mission to accomplish." Okay, fine. But you know what? Perhaps you should just go. <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. But, but why don't we hear this from the Democrats? Because, I mean, really, don't you look back, guys, and say, what has my party really achieved? What have you done other than talk a lot about how great you are and how you are so compassionate and so understanding and that you're for the little guy? What other than that? Because talk is cheap. What other than the hot air that you've delivered to all of us? Have you actually done for us? And it's not good enough to say, well, Bill Clinton presided over one of the best economies in the 90s. That has nothing to do with it. Presiding over means nothing. I mean, I presided over the 90s, too. Does that mean that I get credit for it? Of course not. Bill Clinton never screwed up something really good that was handed to him. I I guess so. Right? No, but but there was no... Anyway, that's the answer. I I don't want to derail it. They they simply do not own up to the fact that every one of their programs uh, has failed, every one of their policies has failed, and historically, everything that they've ever done has been on the wrong side of history. How about that? And that they behave criminally, unethically, horribly, disgustingly, they're perverts, they're horrible. Right. And 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 they never apologize for it. I I wanted to mention this, run this by you. Mm -hmm. Notice when a conservative of some sort... Some stripe of conservative, and there's a wide spectrum of what that means. Sure. Being conservative is as wide of a spectrum as uh, sexual orientation. There's yes. a lot of it. 57 right? different kinds. From, from Tom Soul to Roseanne Barr, there's something in there for everyone, right? Right. right. Okay, big, big take, take Roseanne, because it's the most re- um, recent example. Right. She does something bad, right? Next thing you know, right away, I'm sorry I screwed up. Right. Is there any forgiveness? Right, no, of course not. No. No, no. Loses her show, pilloried, ostracized, goodbye, fall off the earth, the, the, the flat earth, the edge, and uh, we never want to see you again. And, and whenever a conservative is attacked for screwing something up, they demand the blood and penance of apology, and then they never forgive either. Right. So as okay. I understand, there's almost like this, um, you know, uh, well, algebraic equation of, on the one hand, they're wrong and horrible about everything, never apologize. The other side may have done something wrong, maybe not, always has to apologize and is never forgiven. Right. 
Right. Their, their job, the, the, the mantra is that they never have to apologize and they never have to forgive. Right. Okay? That's it. Right. But then there's one other thing that I think makes us so interesting because so many establishment Republican types, not conservatives, establishment types, have always insisted on the apology, right? Then one day this man came. From Fifth Avenue in New York City, down uh, an escalator. I wonder whom you might be speaking about. And he about. did something amazing. He refused to apologize for anything. Right. Ever. Right. He called Carly Fiorina sourpuss face or whatever. Right, right. He called John McCain, quite accurately, not a very good pilot. Right. He called... Everyone, every name in the book, from Little Marco to Low Energy Jab yeah. to whatever. And you know what? All he does is win. <laughs> That's true. That's right. True. Okay, look, that, that, but I'm not, I'm not touting that yeah. sort of behavior, but hang on. Oh, hang I on. am. I, I am. I know you are. I know. <laughs> but, but the point is, look, you're right. He's not apologizing for that. But that's different. That's as to a man. I would like him to, to not say the things that he said about John McCain, to not say the things that he said about Ted Cruz's wife. I really didn't like that. But, you know, every man is, uh, has their, their weaknesses. But, but conservatives, we, we know what works. We know what doesn't work. We own up to things that have happened as a, as a general policy um, and conservatives, generally speaking. When it comes to the Democrats, they, it, it means nothing to apologize because uh, as, first they hope to get away with it. And then if they are caught uh, about it, well, then, it's, then, then you're the one to blame for creating that thing. I mean, we're hearing that quite a bit now, right? Where I forget who said it, um, but th- there was some sort of... Uh, racist thing that something happened, and then they blamed it on the, the environment that Trump created. Okay? So Trump had nothing to do with it, but nevertheless, they blamed it on, on Trump. Very childish, very immature, but uh, sadly very typical uh, among, the, among the left. Now, look, these policies are, are fascinating, right? Because uh, we, we know that uh, we talked before about um, JFK and how he was an admirer of, of Hitler. Uh, LBJ now, it turns out, uh, there is uh, possibly, and not surprisingly, a link with the KKK in his earlier days, of course. Um, same thing with um, uh, Senator Byrd, who was uh, the late Senator Byrd, right? He was yeah, a but member that one of wasn't discovered. He was known as a recruiter. He was known, exactly yeah. right. And uh, no apologies. No apologies necessary there, right? It, 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 and then, of course, will they ever apologize to, Cl- about, to Clarence Thomas about what, you know, that sandbagging, the, the high-tech lynching, as he correctly phrased it, with Anita Hill? No backup whatsoever. It made no sense whatsoever. It was the... It was the first, and maybe she was too late in the Me Too movement, right? But, but not all the Me Too uh, women are, are are accurately stating what what happened. Yeah, there you are know. some innocent men there: Woody yeah. Allen, Clarence Thomas, yes, others. As, as, and we may not even like some of them, like Woody Allen. I don't like him, but nevertheless, I know, do. Yeah. Okay, but but no, I don't respect him. I I don't think what he did, uh, marrying his own daughter, even though he's not biologically related to her. Uh, that, that that ain't cool. It's too funky for my taste, <laughs> but I still admire the man's art. Of and course, that's a different to thing. To me, it's not an unforgivable sin. Harvey Weinstein, what he did, Barfarama. Right. Kevin Spacey, Barfarama. Okay. Woody Allen, eh, I don't like the taste of that dish. Get me another one, but I can still watch your movies. No, you and, and, and Woody Allen made a very good point recently, which is, listen, in all this, I've been in the film business industry for 50 plus years. You would think, with all the women I have had on my set, both as actresses and as uh, behind behind the camera as well, 
uh, that somebody would have said something horrific about me, and nobody has. And he's right. It's a, it's an excellent point. There's only one. A crazy ex-girlfriend. That's right. Which we started talking about on offline before we right, started. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, so you get the idea. But anyway, uh, speaking about the Me Too movement and, and all the attacks to people, I mean, Tawana Brawley, you know, all all these these crazy things that have happened, and there's no apology forthcoming. And the only thing that they but they demand an apology from you. Oh boy, they'll they'll. And if you do, it's never good enough. For example. Uh, the David Hogg, uh, you know, that character, I call him a character, uh, young punk, that thing suddenly gets a lot of attention because, you know, he, he's, he's a student, he's a liberal, and he's outspoken uh, about this, um, this Florida shooting. Okay, and then the, he has this uh, row with uh, Laura Ingram, right? And she apologizes to him because of a certain wording that she used or whatever it was. I don't even know that she needed to apologize, but that's another yeah, story. Yeah, she made a, a, a comment about him not getting into college and perhaps was his grades or something like that. Okay, right? yeah, it's not the worst okay. thing in the world. No, it's, it's rather harmless. Right, okay, wait, 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 but, wait, wait. So, so then, uh, but she apologizes because, after all, he's a 17-year-old little kid. All right, and it's you know he wants to be treated like an adult when it right. suits his fancy, but when somebody responds to him and calls him the little punk that that he is, well then they say how could you treat a little child like yeah. that? I mean it's just it's it's bizarre. It's like a little it's like when a woman goes into a wrestling match with a man, and the the what is a man to do? You know he, she wants to be treated like a man, but when he beats her, and then she says how can you do this to a woman? I mean come on, it's the same thing. Anyway, so. So he, she apologizes to him, and then what does he say? First thing, I don't accept your apology, which is to your point. The, the Democrats never apologize and never forgive. They, they are two sides of the same coin, and, right? And then, and then what does he do? He goes one further. He, doesn't, he not only doesn't accept her apology, he tries to destroy her show, get her kicked off the air, and ruin her life and ruin yeah. her career. Yeah. As if I can't have, and as if. In life, you must exist in such a safe space that conflicts with any public figures yeah. are not allowed. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. Right? It's ridiculous. Look, so let's say you're a liberal, okay, and you're, you're hearing all this. Does this, and, and we'll get a lot of emails to this effect, but does this impact you? Does it mean, you know, does this, I mean, are you thinking in this way at all? Have you ever asked yourself, where have we Democrats actually apologized? Where have we actually gotten it right policy-wise or historical event-wise? Where have we been on the right side of history? That's I, I'm really curious about that. Um, P.S., uh, speaking about the right side of history, because they used it recently when it came to gay marriage, right? So the gay marriage thing. We told you that, listen, <laughs> you may want gay marriage. Who knows what the impact will be? All we know is that it completely violates... Uh, all norms that have happened in the past 2,000 years. Perhaps we ought to think a little bit more clearly before we pursue this uh, as, a, as a regular agenda item, right? As, as a new policy, this gay marriage business. Because if, if, if your theme is only that um, uh, marriage is only about love, well, then why not marry your dog? Why not marry your, your sister? Why not marry... Uh, you know, why not have You're fishing, marriage? buddy. You're fishing, yeah. Uh, why not marry uh, 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 several people at the same time? And we even said, isn't this going to, you know, why not, why not have greater rights for transgenders and, and, and call everyone? And you're, you're offensive if you uh, call somebody a he when he, she, he, he wants to be called a she. That sort of thing. And we said it's going to happen. 
And you said, no, 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 it's absurd. This is the end of all marriage issues. And I had my brother on the show, my, my radio show, and I asked him that specific question. And I, he's liberal. And he's a very smart one, by the way, a really very, very well-attuned. And I said, is this the end of all marriage issues? What's the gay marriage? Because it was about gay marriage. And he said, yep, that's it. It's not going to, you know, and I said, I, I put it to you, my dear brother, that you are naive to think that somehow this is where it ends. <laughs> it never ends. The progressive monster is a hungry monster. It is never satiated. It must continue to eat. And it may even be one of those opposite monsters that the more it eats, the more hungry it gets. Right? Like in the Phantom Oh, totally. Totally, right? Because it gets bigger and hungrier. Yeah, of course. It, need, it, it has to sustain itself. So um, anyway, so that's the way it's going to be. And we were right about this. We said it's going to be lead. People are talking about polygamy now all the time. They may not want polygamy. Uh, you know, a personal, uh, one person may not want to be married to two or three wives. I get that. Uh, I don't know why you would want to, but, but there are people out there that want that. There's a whole religion called Islam that uh, advocates that one of the best things you can do is marry four, up to four wives. And it's a reflection of how wealthy you are and how, what your stature is. They don't say you, you should only marry one woman. Marry, marry I mean, it's, it, to, to them, uh, at least in some, some of the culture, if you marry more than one woman, it's like you having, uh, it's like, I don't know, Jay Leno, he has many cars, right? It's, it, he, he doesn't need to drive them all at the same time. He can't drive them all at the same time. But ain't that cool to have so many cars? He's a poly uh, car owner, right? That's the, another way to look at it. But, but, but so, so why wouldn't that be okay? I don't get it. And sure enough, a story, a story after story is coming out now where people are trying to have a, um, uh, a polygamous marriage. And then it's going to be incest. And then it's, like you said, it's going to be more child pornography. Yeah, pedophilia. A pedophilia, sorry. Yeah. In um, fact, there was a news article the other day. They've so normalized pedophilia, yeah. a pedophile, an out-of-the-closet pedophile, is running for office in yeah. Virginia. Yeah, that's right. And why is he running? To bring awareness to the problems of being a pedophile. <laughs> no, the, you know, those the, 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 argument, the yeah. argument to protect us from other pedophiles. Right, right. Oh, God, it's so ridiculous. It's, uh, it, I, I just scratch my head all the time. Uh, our culture, I, I was just speaking to to uh, my father recently about this. And I said, Dad, can you imagine that just 15 years ago that we'd, we'd be living in a civilization where a man can marry a man, a woman can be, uh, marry a woman, uh, a, you know, a transgender somehow has the grace. So, so many rights that for you to even have a separation of bathrooms, it's, it's considered uh, some sort of transgender phobe or whatever, that a man should be able to be in a woman's locker room and, I mean, and a man should be able to fight and compete in women's uh, sports. Yeah, that they show children in school pornography and call it sex ed. Yeah. And let, and let Planned Parenthood run it. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's, this, this murderous organization that, that murders children and exposes children to criminal but activity. We, but the, and, this is, and, and we're going toward the polygamy thing, uh, like we said. It, it's um, it, it is so absurd, and yet these are the natural consequences of everything we've ever spoken about. The, the breakdown of distinctions, to be more specific about it, and it's happening. And then, and no one says you were right, we were wrong. <clears throat> every, every single, every single person. Yeah. So the big thing. Every was- single person that we mentioned. Uh, 
about uh, gay marriage, saying that this will lead to polygamy. This will lead to uh, the, the normalizing of, of incest. This will lead to a whole bunch of... It, it opens the doors. By definition, it opens the door because all you need to say, putting aside child, child um, uh, molestation, because you can say that's in the inter- interest of the child, and it certainly is, but all the other things, polygamy and incest and, and, and loving your animals, for, or marrying your animals for that matter, it's too easy to say, well, it's about love. What, do you, what the frig do you care? How does it impact your marriage? And it's just, you know, there, there is no impact to your marriage directly. Not today. It impacts civilization, yeah, sure. But, uh, but it does not impact my marriage directly, sure. But that's, that's, the, that's the way they go. And, and that's why it's so easy for us to predict what will happen, Ari. That's why we've been right every single time. And it hurts me that we're right every single time. I want to be wrong. Well, and you, 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 you just lined up, I think, is the big point of all this. Where is the apology from these people for destroying the greatest civilization man has ever created. A civilization that gives hope to every other civilization on the planet. A civilization so great, people are breaking down the door and sneaking in to this racist, awful country for some weird reason. Yep. It's a country that the liberals tell us is so racist, so backward, so evil, so so perverse and primitive, but somehow every other country has people in it, they're trying to come over here. Yeah, I know. And they <laughs> owe us an apology yeah. for trying to destroy it. Well, here, here's the problem. Here's what's going to be. It's like um, like in so many movies that you see where that this one guy advances a certain thing and, and then, of course, uh, you know, the, the, the monsters have come in for whatever reason, right? Whether it's aliens or, or any other, any one of those movies. And then they say, you were right. I was wrong. I'm so sorry. Okay? That, that's the way it's going to be. But sadly, what's going to happen is, I mean, imagine a world without, without America. Just imagine, without, with all, without its uh, sense of liberty, without its sense of education, without its sense of uh, entertainment, for that matter, and invention, <clears throat> and curiosity, and love of God, and so on like that. Imagine you took that away. It, somehow it just collapsed. And you just restored this to the 500 native nations of the native peoples of Right, exactly whatever. right. Yeah. And, and, and that's all you have. And I guarantee you, all these other countries will say, you know what? America was pretty awesome. Why did we not like it? It's a little bit like that girl that got away, right? She was so beautiful, and we just ignored her for whatever reason. And uh, we found uh, a couple of warts on her, and we decided, well, you know, we, 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 don't, we really don't like her. And then we realized, you know what? There ain't nobody as intelligent, as funny, as pretty, as kind of got a mojo about her, as, as ambitious as she, she is. And you know what? I really liked her. What the freak was I thinking? And you know what her name was? America. America. All right, with that, we'll say, I'm Barack Lurie. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week. 